0: i'm your host shaggy salami and this is a virtual cafe um, where all things are possible food-wise at least Um, today is a nice warm sunny day in london it's not a heat wave like we were having earlier on in the year but it's still a nice warm um lovely day um and i've just got my feet up trying to have a bit of relaxation before the little human comes back anywho in our virtual cafe that's really quiet today who have i got here with me
1: hello i'm
0: Elsa Busko,
1: and um, i'm uh, the author of uh, seven books about the spiritual science of martinez um, the Danish missionary who lived um, well he lived in most for most of the last century he's written a huge amount of books about um, about life about the universe about the meaning of life, uh, the mystery, answering the question what life is all about and why there is no death. He has written 10,000 pages of spiritual um, information or spiritual um, science. And he did that on the basis of a very profound spiritual experience he had when he was 30, when he experienced an expansion of his consciousness which left him with cosmic consciousness, which this means that he was able to see behind the physical plane and into the spiritual plane behind. And uh, this gave him an enormous access to the, you can call it, we can call it what we want, the Akashic records or the the wisdom, the sea of wisdom of the universe. And um, it was on the basis of this um, Insight he had that he was able to to write ten thousand pages of spiritual insight, and this has been published. It's all been published in Danish, uh, and I am Danish. Uh, but uh, I now live in Spain, and I have studied Spanish and English at university. So, because I, when I when I encountered the Mart- Martinez material, I was 45. And I was so taken with it. I mean, it was such a mind-blowing experience for me that I, I immediately, after I had read um, not all of it, I think I was probably read 6,000 pages, it took me a year, then I realized, wow, this is so amazing. I have to tell somebody about it. It is just so mind-blowing. So anyway, so that is what made me write my first book, Death is an Illusion. And that was published in 2002. And since then I've written uh, six other books about the aspects of Martinez's insight, because it is so huge and there's so mm. many aspects to it that there's really, you can go on and on and on writing about it and studying it. It is a complete world picture based on logic and it appeals to our intellect. It's not a new religion. It has nothing to do with faith. It is a whole complete world picture explaining the, the the physical world and the spiritual world. And um for that reason, I mean, it 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 reveals <laughs> all the mysteries, all the big questions are answered. I mean I'm I'm totally enthusiastic about it. And um I hope you can hear that. <laughs> but what can I say? I mean we should probably go into details. But um
0: yeah. No, that, that sounds interesting. But then the bit that you know kind of stuck with me though um, was where you said there is no death. No, there's absolutely no death.
1: The the thing that that people experience as death and what they think is a, is a cessation of our consciousness. That is absolutely it doesn't exist. There's no such thing as a, a death in which we stop experiences. What happens when the physical instrument becomes useless through old age or injury or accidents or whatever, is that we pull our consciousness out of the physical body. But the consciousness is a field of energy and this field of energy holds everything, all the information about the person we are, all the experiences we've had, all the memories we have, all the talents we have. And with this We move on to the spiritual plane where we have a a sojourn for a number of years, a number of uh, time, a a period of time, and then after some time, we will reincarnate into a new body. So the death that so many people fear does simply not exist. It is it, it is impossible to die in the way that most people think because because we are not our physical body we are our consciousness or our spirit when we think that we are identical to our physical body we are subject to a huge illusion so and this of course has been confirmed mostly we we can say see that many near death experiences have exactly experienced that that they left their physical body and they were just the same as they were before and they were able to observe what was going on in the, in the room they were in. They were hovering above their physical body. They could see the color of the jackets that the doctors were wearing and stuff like that. And this, is, this of course, has also given rise to a lot of research into the near-death experience, which is a very, very interesting thing. But it just confirms the fact that we, we are not our physical body. We are primarily spiritual beings. And from time to time, We also have a physical body, but our our whole primary existence is in spiritual matter, or ray-formed matter, as Matius would call it, or simply electromagnetic radiation. So when we think that, that we are identical to our physical body, it's simply not so. For that reason, death is an illusion. There is no death. We cannot, we cannot die. We are eternal beings. What is that? Sorry? There was a loud noise in the background. <laughs> yeah, there that was a helicopter flying over here.
0: <laughs> oh, right. Okay. Yeah. Now, <laughs> okay. No, I can totally understand what you're saying, um, but I think, so I guess again, I guess I think it depends on who is listening to you. Um, because. Um, Oh, to not figure out how to get my thoughts together. Um, so, death, in the way everybody knows it, in my opinion, does exist because it means that your physical body is dying, is dead, is yes. no longer whatever it is. That is death, right? But then, if you come across someone who is spiritual, who is a traditionalist, like I'm Yoruba, right? And part of our traditional beliefs is that they believe in reincarnation, you know, so I could, what when, when you were saying, I could see part of what, you know, I've sort of grown up with in the knowledge that, you know, no one, you know, your consciousness, your spirit, your soul, whatever definition you want to give to it, um, you know, it's, it's an energy. It doesn't, you know, die away, it comes out of your body. But it still doesn't change that, you know, death is still death. Your your physical body, you know, dies and then your spirits, you know, go somewhere else and in some cultures, they would say you then transform, you know, it's that energy. Like, I think, what was that science? of? Um, oh, I'm going to, my, my science which is going to be like, it's like energy can neither be created nor destroyed. Exactly. It's the the first law of
1: thermodynamics.
0: <laughs> yeah. You know, so, you know, so that's, that's sort of, um, you know that, so it's like your energy is there because again, isn't that why what's it called now? Which animal is it? A snake, right? Um, that they they identify people through their hit signature rather than actual sight. I think it's a snake, or which other animal does that? Uh, I'm not sure. Yeah, so but, you know, yeah. so we all have energies, you know, that the human yeah. naked yes. eye can't see. Um, so obviously, when you die, that energy is not going to just disappear and just fizzle out. away. you know, it's gotta yeah. it's gotta transform into something else. Um, yeah,
1: but but uh, no, it's not going to transform into else, or something else. And the point here is that you are not your physical body. Your physical body is an instrument for the the consciousness forces of your of your spirit or your energy field. So when you pull your fo- these forces out of your physical body, you are going to feel exactly the same. You have the same thoughts, you have the same um, ideas, you have the same consciousness. You are everything you are is included in that energy field. The rest is just an instrument. It is just something you use for your sodium on the physical plane. So when you when you when you pull out what Dies is not you, but what dies is the physical body. You, with your eye and everything that you have become through your various incarnations, will live on. And at a certain point, after you have had a good long rest on the spiritual level, you're ready again to reincarnate. And then you continue your development from exactly the place where you let off the last time you left the last physical instrument you had. And for each life you live, you learn things, you become wiser, you become more moral and um, you become more loving, you become more humanitarian and compassionate. So the next body you will have will also be a reflection of your um, improved mental state, I can say. So for each life we live, we become actually better, more moral, more beautiful, more loving. So it can only, we can only move forward. We cannot go back to being, we, we cannot become subhuman species. That is absolutely impossible. Development takes
0: us forward. Yeah. And yeah. Okay. So tell me about your books.
1: My book, Death is an Illusion. Yes, it, uh, it, it introduces who, who Martinus was and, and the special circumstances around his initiation, we can call it, or this expansion of his consciousness. And then it goes on to, to tell about like, where we are coming from and where we are going, and why, why the world is in the state it is today, where we are standing at our present place in development, and why everybody is standing at different levels. I mean, if you look at people today, you will see that some people are terrorists um some people are like Mother Teresa, and then everything in between and you're wondering why why isn't everybody the same but obviously it this reflects the the level that they have reached in their in their journey you can say through the physical the the physical journey the reason for the physical journey is that we must. Evolve in humanitarianness and compassion and oh loving, and we're simply evolving to become better people. And of course, we can see that some people have come far in this process and some have not come this far, come that far. And, um, I mean, we, we cannot understand without the concept of reincarnation, we cannot understand the fate of anybody. Can be, I mean, when we look. At a young child that is starving to death in Bangladesh or in Africa, or wherever you, we, whatever we, we say, and when you look at somebody living in prosperity and happiness in, in another place, in another place in the world, then we don't understand, and we say, if this is the only life people live, then why does one starve to death at the age of two, and why does another one live a full life and die from old age at the age of 98? And it makes life very, very unjust and very, very illogical if we don't realize that this life that we are looking at is not the only one we live. I mean, nobody can understand their fate seen in a, a one-life perspective. And that is why we need a perspective, the right perspective, that encompasses loads and loads of lives. And over all those lives, it will, there will be a leveling out of people's fate It's not as if somebody has to have a worse fate when seen over many lives than others. Nobody suffers more than others seen in the last perspective. But if we look at only one life, it seems as if somebody are suffering so horribly while others are uh, are living a life of luxury. And it seems very unfair and it seems very illogical and it seems very unloving. But if we look at it in the right perspective, it's actually not so, because as I said, you have to look at things in the bigger, in in a wider perspective to understand our fates.
0: Yeah. So, okay, that makes a lot of sense. Um, Now, if I remember correctly, you said um, Death is an Illusion, that was published in 2002? Yes. Oh, I'm feeling I'm on point today, my baby brain has settled down for a bit. (laughs) Okay, so how did you go about um, doing, um, publishing it, you know, how when you first read about Martínez, I think, is that how Yes, you, you yes, know, that's how he said, yes. Yes, um, how did, or when did you then decide, you know what, I should go, at what point did you think you could actually write a book about this? And what was your process, you know, how did you go about it, what motivated you? did you self publish the book no well
1: the, it it happened in a strange way because i was an atheist when i encountered the Martinez material and i had never in my life imagined that i would be the writer of spiritual books my god that was so far from from my mind but once i had read um, his material i was so enthusiastic i could simply not sit still and i th- thought i have to tell this i have to tell somebody about this it is so fantastic and so I sat down at my computer and the writing that book was so easy. I think it was being downloaded somehow because I just sat down and it, the I just wrote and wrote and suddenly it was there and it was finished. And then I started ra- sending the manuscript out to various publishers. And uh, that was before self-publishing became as popular as it is today. But I finally found a publisher in America uh, called Paragon House. And they were they were happy to, to publish it, and and they did. As I said, it came out in two thousand and two. But since then, I have written the other books, and just because it's so much easier to self publish, I did that because then you don't have to to send out manuscripts and wait for an answer and be rejected and all that. All that that process was simply because it doesn't cost you anything. To self-publish on CreateSpace, which is Amazon's um, self-publishing tool, so it's just so easy. I mean, you finish the book one day, the next book it's up on Amazon because you just put it up there. After you, of course, you have to spend some time learn, learning how to how to format it. But once you have known about the formatting, it's it's not so difficult. So so my first book was actually published by a publisher, but the rest I have self-published and there's another The advantage is that you get a bigger royalty when you do it yourself and, and stuff like that and it's becoming quite a popular thing to self-publish to begin with it was maybe looked down upon a little but those days are definitely over
0: hmm? yeah no, that sounds that sounds um, pretty interesting so what did you learn um you know in terms of the differences between publishing and working with a publisher which would you which what's the i think everything has an advantage and it's disadvantage what do you think are the pros and cons of each of them
1: well i think these days because when when death is an illusion was published which is now 16 years ago um the idea was that the publisher will do a lot of the marketing that they will actually market your book for you but uh, i didn't really see that happening they it, it, it it never really took off. I'm not saying it hasn't sold. It's sold maybe 2,000 copies, which is nothing in, <laughs> over those many years. And uh, But to, today, if you do find a publisher, the publisher will ask you, how many followers have you got on your website? How many, how many followers have subscribers on your website? How many followers have you got on your Facebook page? And what is your marketing plan? That's what they will ask you. And I mean, if they are asking you that, then what's the point having them? Because then you might as well do it yourself. You have to do it yourself anyway. Yeah. So this whole idea that the publisher is going to to market your book big time, I don't think it, it's, it's working. It might be working for some people, and it might be working in if, if you get in with some of the really big publishers. But getting in with the really big publishers is so difficult you can't even approach them i mean you have to go via an a, a literary agent agent and finding an agent and getting accepted by an agent is is a huge project in itself so i think that um, self publishing is really really amazing i mean you have to do a lot of marketing and i don't think any self published authors or very few actually do enough of it and it marketing is the, is a jungle but still it's um, it's a pleasure, at least you have it out there and, and after all, I think little by little you you will start to sell. At least that is what has happened to me.
0: Oh fabulous. Yeah, that's that's good to hear. And I think a lot of authors will tell you that okay, yes, it's been a long time, but you know, two thousand copies of your book, you know, that actually is quite you know, that's you know, that's that's not bad at all because there's some people who struggle to sell, you know, one or two um a year, obviously, just means that there's a lot yeah, of yeah. work yeah. you've got, you yeah. know, you've sold that much, you know, so that's, that's actually, you know, job well done, so congrats. Um, so what other things you know, it's been 16 years, what do you know now that you didn't know when you started or what, if you could go back in time, what five things would you tell yourself, um, your younger self?
1: I mean, when I, when I encountered the Martinez material, as I said, I was an atheist. And uh, I couldn't get my head around the religions. They just did not appeal to me. I, I thought they were crap. And uh, that was why I was happy being an atheist. But obviously, once you get a logical explanation that appeals to your intellect about what life is all about, and it includes the spiritual level, because you cannot understand the world without including the spiritual level, yeah. then it, 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 everything for me fell into place. And it changed my life completely. I mean, I, it gave me an insight and it gave me um, a lightness of being that, that I had never thought was, ha- would, would, was possible. Because once you realize that there is no death, and I mean, after I published death, uh, death is an Illusion, I, I, re- I researched all the evidence for life after death that is available and i i published and that was my my book is called the undiscovered country and it lists all the evidence for uh, that, that is is present here on the physical plane <laughs> that confirms that that life does not stop because the physical body uh, perishes and and i mean once once you get that under your skin and you really really realize that that is how it is that there really is Nothing final about your physical body dying, you live on in your spiritual body, and it, i mean i it gives you such a lightness of being like when I see people they're they're unhappy they're they're worried they are um, they're ill they're sick because of the their the, the thoughts their negative thinking make them unwell it's just like i i don't have all that I, it's so amazing too. <laughs> to to have that insight because you you simply just so happy and i must say that the martinez's worldview is a deeply optimistic one he tells us where we are going where the where the world is going and i mean it it's it's going so much forward there's so much good to come once we have passed this period of, of darkness and because we, have, we still have unfinished sides to our mentality that we have to outlive, like the, the terrorist who wants to go and, and kill himself and kill a lot of people. He has not become very loving yet, so he has to learn that, and he learns that through his own suffering and through reincarnating into new bodies where he will gradually uh, out, unlearn this anger and the the dissatisfaction that is filling his mentality so as we live life after life we improve and one day i mean when you look at the world today a lot of people are very humanitarian they are very compassionate they are very unloving they want to help if there are earthquakes or, or famine and stuff in other parts of the world, there are so many people who are offering help. And that simply shows that so many people have reached a level where they are no longer willing to go to war or willing to use violence. They maybe become vegetarians because they cannot stand to look at the way the animals are treated in in the meat production. And I mean, gradually more and more people will, will become part of that group, of the compassionate group and one day their number will will they will outnumber the, the angry and uns, negative and unsatisfied the, the greedy the 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 the, um, the the negative i already said that anyway and once we reach that point when when they when the the, the compassionate people reach critical mass then the world will start to improve very very rapidly so according to Martinus, a very, very bright future is awaiting us as a population living on this small planet. Yeah. And uh, it's, it's, it's really, really very uplifting. And once you get the logic of it, and that's the whole point of Martinez's work, it is so logical. It so appeals to your intellect. Yeah. And once you get that under your skin, you cannot see the world in any other way. I mean, I cannot see it in any other way. And yeah. luckily...
0: Yes. Quick question, though. Um, At the beginning, you said that you had some that you were an atheist because you had some questions that religion wasn't answering. If I remember correctly.
1: Yes, I didn't. I I I mean, I was just saying that religion, as I had been grown up with, it didn't appeal to me. It was it was just like it just didn't appeal to me. I was brought up in a traditional Christian religion in Denmark and. I oh, I mean it no it did not really speak to me so I I I left the Danish popular church and I became a free floating atheist and I was happy with that and I had never expected to to find answers to uh, to my spiritual quest because I was apart from being an atheist I was also really a searching soul but I think it happens so that when the when the pupil is ready, the master appears or the the teacher appears, and that was definitely the case for me that when I was ready, when I was like hungry enough for answers, Martinez appeared out of the blue, out of the blue, he fell into my lap, and i haven 't looked back since because it was such a life changing experience for me and um I mean, everything makes sense. If you look at, at the world through Martinez's work, everything makes sense. There's not a, a single jot that isn't in harmony. All, everything he teaches ends with the final result, love. Yeah, and, yeah. and I mean, what, what more can you ask? So for me personally, it has been an absolutely fantastic thing and uh, that's why i was so eager to to let other people hear about it because i thought well if i can become this this happy and this um free from from worry then other people can too and that's why i read my i, re- I wrote my book death as an illusion simply to to share it with other people and um and and that's why i'm happy of course to be on shows like this because the more we, the more I can spread the word. I think the more people I can reach, and uh, I'm—I mean, obviously, I'm—I'm I, I, I'm aware that not everybody is ready for it. And Martinus was not interested in in, in gaining, in finding a or or getting people to sign up for his work. There's no sect around his work there's no community you cannot become a member you cannot be thrown out i mean access to his work is as free as access to the sunlight and
0: uh, what and questions he, did martinez answer um did he martinez answer for you like is is it true that
1: we only live once no it's not true okay <laughs> and uh, is it true that we create our own fate Yes. I mean, we, we, our fate is defined by the law of karma. And the law of karma decrees that you reap what, what you sow. So that means that once you get a handle on the law of karma, you can sow, take the reins of your own fate into your own hands. And you can start sowing only what you want to reap. I mean, I know that if I go out and cheat somebody, if I lie, if I shout, if I'm angry at people... I know I will get that back. It will come back to me. So, yeah. and I also know that if, if I go out and I'm, I'm kind and loving and understanding and and helpful and forgiving, I know that that will also come back to me. And just imagine the power you have over your own life. Once you realize that it is the reins of your fate are in your own hands. And if, if that isn't a great thing to have and to know, then I don't know what. Yeah. And, and I mean, uh, and when whatever you do, all your acts, they, you send out um, an energy into the universe, and that, uni- that energy will come back to to you after some time. It might be in this incarnation, or it could be in a fo- in a future incarnation. So things that you have sown in one life can actually come back to you in a later life, yeah. and that also means that there's a total justice in the world. I mean, if a, if a horrible dictator, he dies without having been put to justice on this plane. People say, oh, what a pity he had such a great life and now look at him, he's dead and and he never got to suffer from what he did to others. No, 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 that's not how things work. He will get the same back that he has sown only in a later life. And in that way, there's total justice in the universe. There the, the, the justice in the universe is so fine-tuned that we can't even imagine it. I mean, if I shout at somebody, in a few days somebody will shout at me. Absolutely certain. I've experienced it on my own life so many times, and I can tell you, I have learned only to sow what I want to reap, <laughs> yeah. and that's the way. That's the way, you know, yeah. the hard way. Yeah. Well, <laughs> a, you know,
0: even from a, even from a non-religious, non-spiritual you know, point of view, you know, just, you know, as human beings, you know, it makes sense though, because, you know, you can't expect good things to come to you if you can't give good things out, right? That's no. duality, you know, that's the duality of life, you know, so yeah. you know, if you're sending out bad things, so whatever you give will come, you know, so yeah. you're not going to throw, you know, you're not going to plant an apple tree and get orange fruit out of it. No, you do precisely, radical, you know, precisely. So, it does. It does make that's a lot of sense. A
1: good point. Yeah, it does. And we all know that because all this is actually reflected in the physical world. If only we would look at it, but we've got so used to it that we don't even see it anymore. As you said, you don't expect to reap apples when you sow oranges. And, and that's exactly what is being shown to us in, in, the, in the physical world. You are going to reap what you have sown. Yeah. So yeah, reap, sow what you want to reap. And I think once you realize that you can have uh, the range of your fate in your own hands, life becomes so very interesting because then you're on a practice ground and you're thinking, oh, I have to practice because not, of course we are not yet finished being, So we are, we are not like completely good yet. And so, you, have, you know, you have to practice becoming a better person. And once you start practicing that, it's really fun. Yeah. And you can sometimes even say, oh, that wasn't such a good reaction you had there, but okay, you'll improve. And sometimes you're more happy with what the way you t- you treated others or the way you reacted. So it becomes fun. It becomes a really interesting exercise.
0: Yeah. Okay. Now, one question, though, that's come, that comes to mind, right, whilst we're talking is the afterlife. Now, so we've sort of established from you that um, – when you die you know you're not just dying and just being put your consciousness your consciousness your energy your spirit whatever it is you know it gets reborn again and you know you then get a better you become a better version of yourself you know every mm-hmm. time that's why we are here now but then most a lot of religions they do say there is a heaven and hell right and heaven you know that's basically at the when the world quote unquote comes to an end so in the in what you're saying now, they're theoretically not going to be an end of the world because we're just gonna keep getting reborn.
1: Yes. I mean Martinez does not really he says that there's a spiritual level and there's the physical level. And when you look if you're wanting to go to the real hell, then you go to the physical level and you experience something like World War Two or any war really, when you are suffering, when if like if you're caught in the concentration camp, if you're bummed. If you're I mean the the real hell is on the physical plane when we are passing through what Martinez calls the period of darkness because because there is light in the spiritual world, there also has to be a place where we can experience darkness and that is what we did during most of the of the last century mm. and um, I mean that is real hell that's the only hell that's the only real hell that exists on the spiritual level there is only light and love and bliss and everything that is wonderful but as we we move through eternity in a cycling at a cyclic passage and right now we are passing the, the place of darkness and the darkness the darkest place in the universe is when there is war everywhere, everywhere and when everybody believes that we when the, when we die we die so when the one life theory has taken over and there's war and darkness and bloodshed and, and killings everywhere that is the real hell but we are moving away from it because the spiritual science is is spreading over the world and it is showing us the way out of this darkness and and in three thousand years according to martinus we will have a real a society on the on this planet of real finished human beings that at that point we will have developed to the point when we have become totally all loving and once we reach that point and we will already in 500 years the last war will have been fought on this planet and we will already have the first enlightened beings beings at the steering wheel of the planet but in 3000 years it will have become a complete uh, planet populated by enlightened people. And there will be only one kingdom, there will be one planetary uh, country, land, whatever we want to call it, state. And there will be no no hunger, no war, no unemployment, nothing. Everything will be absolutely wonderful. And um, that is where we are heading. That's where this planet is heading. The planet, by the way, is also a living being. And it's the planet itself that sort of rules things here. We should not, for one second, think that we rule the, the, the climate on this planet. The yeah. planet is uh, is in charge of its own temperature, just as we are in charge of our temperature
0: yeah. uh, in our
1: body. And um, I mean, it's it's. I mean, once you have got this in, into your head, it's very difficult to be a pessimist. That's all I'm
0: saying. Yeah. Okay, no, that, that, that's, that's quite interesting. Um, okay, well, it's going to come, to come into that time again where I'm going to have to kick you out. Okay. <laughs> yeah. uh, but what one, let me say, no, let's say what three tips, uh, Tips or what's the word I'm going to use? you, what three things are you going to live the listeners with? What, what? I I, sorry, I'm sorry, my hearing is not very good. What did you say? I said, what three things can you live, our listeners with you know in terms of wisdom and from you know from a spiritual science all the things that you've learned what three things are you going to leave them with what three words of wisdom
1: well i think i've, I've already said it but i think what Martin, martina says that the biggest challenge facing humankind today is to become knowledgeable about the law of karma because once you do that and you realize that you are going to reap whatever you sow then I think that is going to have a very sobering effect on a lot of people. Because yeah. when you go and kill somebody <clears throat> and you think, oh, I'm going to get away with it, I didn't even get caught. Aha, uh-huh. no, 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 that is not how it, think, how it works. Yeah. So if people would start thinking about more what they sow and, and maybe start practicing um, humanitarianness, compassion, kindness, friendship, help, help to others then I think that that would be a good point to to stop this conversation with because it is of paramount importance that we realize that, one, we don't only live once and that we reap as we sow. So
0: let me leave you with those two concepts. No, that's absolutely perfect. Thank you. And if someone wanted to connect with you, are you on Twitter?
1: Uh, yes, I'm on Twitter, but I'm more on um, I'm more on Facebook. My my Twitter account is really not very active. I don't know why. I've never really learned to use it. I am on Facebook, and I have my my. If they want to connect me, with me, they can do it via my website, newspiritualscience.com, where there's a lot of free stuff that you can download from from my books and from my articles, my videos, my my audios, and. Um, and there you can also subscribe to my newsletter once a month. I send out a new um a new blog post I've just uh, published one today called "Life is a Game You Cannot Lose," so that you can go and and read on my my blog. I have loads of blogs on there. I like articles call them what you want yeah but it's a it really is a quite a there's a lot of stuff on my website, so go there and if you if you're interested in in being a a subscriber then I will be more than happy if you were that and you would receive my newsletter every every month and um and yeah you as I said you can download all all sorts of stuff from there
0: okay no that's fabulous thank you so much um for coming on the show and hopefully we will see you again sometime soon yeah hopefully thank you so much okay it was a pleasure. thank <laughs> you all right bye now bye 18 plus.